Snoopy winning again. Is Snoopy going to be the the dog, the cat's meow, if you will, that delivers the vaccine to New York State by December 15th for Governor Cuomo? Cuomo said today that, yes, it is expected um, that we get a vaccine by November, uh, by December 15th for 170,000 people to start out with. Pretty remarkable stuff. Um, but Snoopy versus the Red Baron, I, I, I often think, it's like Cuomo versus the vaccine versus Trump. You know, he said he didn't want the vaccine from Trump. Now, that, then he said he's going to sue if he doesn't get the vaccine from Trump. Now he's taking vaccine by Trump's FDA, believe it or not, and going to give it to 170,000 people. And I played that because, and Royal Guard's been on point every Christmas season, right? Every, every December. But I played that because that, you know, bomber sound, Kind of reminded me of what he said today, Governor Cuomo, about this operation about to be undertaken. This will be the largest governmental operation undertaken since World War II. Now, someone corrected me on this or or said Governor Cuomo was incorrect on this. Um, But can you imagine the bombers dropping down vaccines? It, It does feel like a end to this war against COVID is in sight. And I would say an end to the war of Cuomo and the vaccine, right? So he didn't really want the Trump vaccine. Now he's going to take it. Now he's going to distribute it to 170,000 people. Quite a far cry from when he first said, oh, it's too bad that the Trump administration is doing this. Well, now he's going to implement the vaccine approved by Trump's FDA. Funny how life works, right? Uh, my friend said, though, that in Iraq, the redeployments of troops in phase two of Operation Iraqi Freedom was actually the largest operation since World War II. So who knows if Cuomo just said this for rhetoric, for bluster, or for dramatics. Anyway, there's a vaccine on the way. That's what we need to know. And I'm going to play you a piece I did in 2018. Because I think we have still a danger ahead, which is some misinformation, disinformation that we've seen in the past about vaccines. I, don't be surprised if in the next couple of weeks we see disinformation about this because it is a Trump administration approved vaccine. And then one other thought before I turn to that flashback here. I've gotten vaccinations my whole life, pretty much. I think I have to get them again to be up to date. But there was one time where I had a a vaccine. And it was shot in my arm. Didn't really sting. I I was immune to needles by then. But I did start to feel tired. Turns out there were four different strains of vaccine, or whatever you would call it, to fight you know, disease in one shot, four in one. So I believe it's up to the person to feel comfortable about this, taking this COVID-19 vaccine. But that's all. I don't think leaders who may be against Trump advising 
people not to take a vaccine that could help is very wise. Just like, as you're about to hear, I don't think it's very smart to listen to the bots that could be popping up, the disinformation that could be popping up saying how bad the vaccine is. Don't listen to that because it might just be propped up to get you to be hesitant. And hesitancy is not what will win the war against COVID-19. Alex G in NYC.net. Alex G in NYC.net is my website and email is Alex G in NYC at gmail.com. There is also hacking going on from Russian bots that no one's talking about. And and I don't know if you know this, but apparently the American Journal of Health yesterday seems to have dug up the fact that bots are slamming vaccinations. Now there are bots that are saying anti-vaccine is good. Anti-vaxxers are good people. Anti-vax tweets are coming from accounts belonging to actual people were lessen, were lesser, were less than alleged troll accounts that stoked the flames of controversy by promoting both pro and vax and anti-vax messages. So these bots influencing our Twitter sphere said that there were a thousand vaccine looked at a thousand vaccine related tweets, at least a thousand from 2014 to 2017. Uh, these tweets were led by, the study was led by David Bronitowski of George Washington University, where they studied the actions of these bots. And, and here was the results. That the Russian trolls were in fact influencing the vaccine debate. And it's, it's very sad. But just be aware of that, that, you know, these Russian hackers aren't just caring about elections, they're caring about our health debates now. And thanks to Bronitowski of George Washington University, this professor, for leading this study from 2014 to 2017, according to the 93%, there, there couldn't be clearly identified as belonging to a person or a bot. So just remember, when you're engaging all these debates, figure out who's tweeting it. Figure out if their name, if they have a profile picture, if they don't. Could have been accounts that have been hacked too, they say. But just beware that not everything you're going to see is real news. That there are bots out there willing to influence everything. Everything. It's dangerous. It's getting dangerous. When bots can start to weigh in on the vaccine debate, when we need vaccines, it's dangerous. And it's why we need the cyber and the space force to exist. Because these bots are coming after us. And we need to stop them. Now I've got a little more information for you because there are updated numbers here between 2017 and 2019. 
University of Sydney looked at 53,000 randomly selected active Twitter users, according to medicalexpress.com, uh, October 2020, and monitored their interaction more than 20 million vaccine-related tweets posted by both human and bot Twitter accounts from 17 to 19. The research team found that an overwhelming majority of the vaccine-related content is generated by human-operated accounts. Only 4.5% ever retweeted uh, of actual users ever retweeted vaccine-critical information. More from the American Journal of Public Health here as well. So it's good to see that there's been a trend from 2014 to 17 to 17 19 that somehow maybe the Trump administration got it under control or the bots disappeared. I don't know, uh, one way or the other. It's good to see that now the bots seem to have been disappeared. And so I would still say be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for the bots. Be on the lookout for misinformation leading into the distribution of this vaccine. Because the last thing we need, and we should want, is people to be scared away from taking something that could truly help. Don't force them to take it. Don't make it mandatory. But also don't sway them from taking it. Don't discourage. See, there's a middle ground for everything. It's just we're such a left-right extreme country right now. No one wants to talk about the middle ground. But I will. Because it's something that doesn't get trended, right? Alex G in NYC is my Twitter. Alex G in NYC is my Twitter. My Instagram. And Alex G in NYC at gmail.com is my email. Thoughts on this? Email me there. Alex G in NYC.net as well for blogs and, and everything else. And so... With that note, it's great to see the Christmas tree lit up in Rockefeller Center. The Christmas season is here. We can rock around that Christmas tree. And Mayor de Blasio, don't have people move away from that tree. Let us soak in this beautiful season of Advent in December. The lights are shining. Let's soak it in. We need them. We need a bright light in 2020 to end this year, don't you think? And I think we'll find it pretty easily. Because we're a moving forward country. And while we may be quote unquote locked out at times. Our spirit is never locked down. And the Christmas spirit will not be locked down this December. Have a great Thursday and we'll talk to you soon.